Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thanks, Steve. Today I'll be speaking with a work camper who developed a business idea to design and sell apparel items from his RV. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold and be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50 plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. Gary Kolonich has been RVing and work camping for six years. While others may take years to plan their RV adventure, Gary and his wife jumped in quickly. The couple had operated a spa in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for many years, but decided they wanted to do something entirely different. So they shut down the spa and bought an RV instead. With just a few months of planning, they hit the road. However, the experience proved to be a crucible and that both Gary and his wife eventually agreed to go in different directions. After getting divorced, Gary continued to live in the RV. He went to work as a gate guard at an oil field in Texas. He was working 24 hours a day for two days in a row, which he did for nearly two years. During that time, he took courses to learn how to use Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop. Gary decided to put his newfound knowledge to work by designing apparel for RVers. He had seen RV-related shirts for sale at RV parks, stores, and at other places, but he was not impressed with the quality of the designs. So Gary created his own for several years until he met another designer who was just as creative. Now Gary comes up with a concept, pays the designer to polish it up, and then sells the shirts through his own online store at www.gorvlivin.com. Com. Gary set up the store on Spotify so the shirts can be printed on demand, which means he doesn't have to pay for or store vast amounts of inventory. Best of all, people can buy shirts and have them shipped directly to them wherever they may be. To tell us more about his RVing experiences, his motivation for getting into apparel design, and how RVers and campground managers looking for quality RV and outdoor-related designs can find them, please welcome work camper Gary Kolonich the owner of GoRVLivin.com, to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Gary. I really appreciate your time. So I understand you've been RVing for six years. That's an awful long time. What got you into this? Yeah, I was kind of shocked. I realized it the other day. It took that long. A lot of people plan this out and uh, take a few years, five years of plan out, look at RVs. Well, we went a different route. We uh, had a small Jackson Hole for a long time, Baradoma Songs Works, and uh, it closed up and we hit the road. Jeez, we bought an RV just like that. It took off and uh, didn't really plan it out. We only planned it out for a few months, but we didn't know what else to do with our lives. We wanted to do something different, have some fun. And 
should have planned it out for quite a while because found out after the first 100 miles that my ex-wife, <laughs> ex-wife, couldn't drive the RV. So we were pulling a 20-foot travel trailer with an F-150 and she couldn't drive it. So I did all the driving from there on out. It can be uncomfortable for people, especially when they're backing a trailer. It's hard for them to do that. Is that one of the issues that she had? No, just driving down the road, controlling it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. A very good thing too, because with all sway bars and things like that, it can get feel out of control or difficult to maintain that control. So it's good. How, did you ever take a class on that or is it something that you picked nope, up? Just took out from the parking lot or down the road and we took out through Idaho. It was incredibly windy that day and it was blowing us all over. I had problems controlling it and uh, she didn't want to drive it after that day. And so I understand. And, uh, you know, we didn't know how to really relate to each other on backing up the RV and we found out after a year that we didn't know how to relate to each other, period, and kind of a divorce. And so I took off my own. Okay. And you've been, you've been doing that for how long? By June 1st, 2018, be June 2nd, 2018. Okay. So coming up on five years. Yeah. I even did the oilful gate guard gig. We were doing that down there in Texas. And uh, I was going to do it daily, but my boss down there said, Hey, I was like a 24 7 gig. So I did that for two and a half years, two years, a little over two years. I was an oilful gate guard where I was. By myself and up 24 7, where I'd be awake for 54 hours at a time. Wow. And I was learning how to do Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop that during that time. So I didn't average about three hours of sleep a day. Wow. How could you do that? I don't know. Because you're I, talking- I really don't know why I did that. I was making a big whopping $8.33 an hour. What other work camping jobs have you had? I did uh, for a resort up in Montana, cleaned the bathrooms and ran the fly fishing boats from one spot to down down the river to the next, worked at Oregon State Parks, did the boat inspecting, boat inspection in Colorado. That was a lot of fun, but really keeps you on your toes. You're up all day long on your feet. And I worked in Death Valley General Store and take it off my own for a little bit here. And I'm going to focus on GoRVLiving.com, my RV living business. I decided to launch a t-shirt business because I didn't see anything out there that I liked other than happy camper and life is good. That was six years ago I started off on that, and here it is today. I just launched last week. As I said, it's GoRVLiving.com. I trademarked RV Living, and uh, I want to make a T-shirt line, hoodies and everything, that's dedicated strictly to the RVer. Oh, that's uh, My cool. price is really good. And, uh, and then uh, this summer, I'm going out back to Ohio where I manage an RV park for the summer. Okay, so you're running the T-shirt business on the side, but you'll also be work camping as a uh- RV park manager in Ohio. You're going to be yep, busy. I had a job off a of little camper last job. I just got the offer yesterday. Very good. So you decided to launch this t-shirt business because you didn't like the kind of apparel that was out there and available for sale. Is that what you said? Yeah, I did. yeah there was only, the only thing I saw out there, all the classic ones. I, don't, I just didn't like anything out there. I just thought it was cute, stupid. I just, the designs are just. Okay. So do you design the, uh, the t-shirts yourself or did you pay wasted, somebody to do that? I wasted about three years trying to learn how to do it myself. And then I came upon a designer where I buy his work, excuse me, where I buy his templates and I use them and it saves me a lot of time because I wanted to focus on something I'm better at rather than design work. And it looks a lot better, more uniform and everybody likes the designs a lot more. That's I do it myself. That's a very good point. There are many times people want to do it themselves because they are, want to save the money, but it often takes them a longer time to do it. And hiring an expert helps them produce a better product 
much more quickly than they could on their own. Definitely, because I would spend a couple months working on something because I'm not a graphic designer where I could, someone's got literally 200 bucks and I could get a design within two days. That's very cool. Great idea. And so you, do you make the RV, the shirts right there in the RV? I don't. We use something that's called print on demand. And that is where you go to my store, which is on Shopify. And I use a printer called T-Watch where they have in-house printing in the country or a lot of other ones subcontracted out to a lot of printers all over the world. And T-Launch gets the order, they print it off and ship it. I like them. They have the t-shirts are used at Bella Canvas. There's a Bella Canvas, which is a very high-end, lightweight t-shirt. And a Gildan, they make the classic t-shirt and also a nice light, lightweight. My women's t-shirts are all feminine cut. Are these screen printed? It's pretty simple on my end. Are these screen printed or embroidered? They're digital. Digital. Okay. So I can get a lot of good graphics on there. Very good. It's pretty sharp. And I even did a torture test. I did a video torture test on my YouTube channel and where I tested Gildan versus Bella Canvas. And I took them through the desert, exposed them to the sun for six months. It's a mock video. Okay. So you, the t-shirts that you create are going to last for a long time because you've done testing out in the desert and exposed it to the sun. Yeah. The print didn't fade at all. The t-shirt did, but the print, the ink stayed on the t-shirt. That's very cool. And that's a great way to do that. You'd mentioned that you were RVing in, in Death Valley. I don't know if a lot of people have been there. They probably heard of it. What was it like to live there? I thought I would try the summer and literally it was the worst. Excuse me, I have a cold. Literally it was the worst summer I've ever had because you can't do anything when it's 124 out. You, I had to get the dogs out at 5.30 a.m. because by 7 a.m. was over 100. You got to get them out in the evening, that night. And uh, it was just during the day, you just sat, you couldn't be in your RV. So you had to stay in a hotel room during the summer because your RV couldn't keep up with it, but there was nothing to do. It was very hot and just miserable conditions. I was out there in the summer once, but just passing through. And what impressed me was it was totally silent. You could not hear a thing. And I've never been in an environment like that before. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. It was really quiet. What other places have you traveled? You said up and down Oregon were, wow, I tell you what, you know, those Mountain roads out there, they're very narrow, no shoulder. And there were a couple of times we we're running on, well, one time we we're running on fumes and barely made it to a gas station. And uh, been through Oregon, uh, all over the Rockies. I love the Rockies. I haven't lived a long time in Victor Idaho, Jacksonville. We're going to Colorado, you go to a job out there, boy, you're going to be going over a lot of mountain passes. And uh, Texas, well, that's a big state. Wherever you go in Texas, takes forever to run. Te Texas, absolutely. What did you do there? I oil gate guard down there. Okay. That's where you were working alone. And I didn't even know that they hired solos to work the gate guard positions because they have to be staffed 24 hours a day. Yep. They didn't. They, well, there was only one other guy who did it. Okay. And no other company would hire us like that, but I did it. And uh, my friends and I was cracking up after a while. So I went back to Wyoming and I took a year off, a little over a year off during COVID. And I was hidden away up in the mountains in uh, Wyoming during COVID. And you've worked in Montana by cleaning restrooms. Is that what you said? Yep. Worked for a really nice resort down there, Driftwaters Resort. And they had big bathrooms down there. And that was my job, cleaning the bathrooms, which pretty much was a hose. And then the fly fishermen, they would take their clients down to the river and uh, Madison River. And we would drive them down to where they were pulling their boats off. So we'd move their trucks, their trailer down the river. And so it was a good job. Oh, that's a neat idea. So that when the 
fishermen were going into the water. They were driving to this particular location, and then you drove their trucks to where they were coming off the river. Yep. Okay. Cool. What did you like most about all this experience? I just liked to, just being able to get back in the wilds, like you said, the peace and quiet. I liked the peace and quiet and just the locations I was in just to be able to disappear. The work is just work. It's just a job just to hit the road. And, but the ability just to get back in the mountains with my dogs. And plus I like to play a lot in the mountains. I like to shoot a lot of steel. I'm a recreational shooter, 22s and nine and stuff. How do you find that when you're out traveling? I actually, in the back of my expedition, I have a box built back there and I got several T-posts, a T-post pounder and about a dozen steel targets. And I go out there to BLM or National Forest and shoot steel all day. I lay a huge tarp down to gather my brass and reuse it. But that's my old age now. I'm 61 now. I can't ski or mountain bike anymore. So that's my hobby now. You said you travel with dogs. What kind of dogs do you have? Both of my found down in South Texas. Snow, she's a husky border collie, and uh, she was found down in the wells just running around. She was covered in little grease and stuff, and uh, I adopted her. And tall, I got him from a shelter. He's a pup down in Texas. He's a lacy, it's a herder dog. So my dogs kept the, uh, they also worked down there. They kept the cattle off the roads and off the rigs. That, that's pretty cool. And how, so when did you pick up the dogs? Oh, I've had them for a few years now. Down in Texas, down oil rigs, one was a stray. She was snow, she was wandering around. And about the same time, I adopted Tall. Have you faced any challenges when you've been on the road? You know, not walking a road all the way, coming around a sandy bend and finding out that there's low branches and lava rocks and you're in about a foot of sand. So I had to get out and spend about three hours cutting down branches. Just to move your RV? Yep. Rehooking up to pull it out into the sand, deeper sand. And oh, that was a miserable experience. That was, we were on the road for the first that was about our third day on the road. We're looking for a place to camp at night. And we're in Colorado. We just, my wife said she, ex-wife said she walked the road and I found a perfect spot. She goes, let's go back her deeper. And we did and couldn't back up and took about three hours to get out and had to unhi- unhitch and uh, hook it up again, burying my truck in the sand. And somehow we made it out. That is a tough experience. I remember when I had my motor home and getting stuck in a situation where you had to unhook everything and then navigate the big 35 foot motorhome on a two lane road, trying to get it turned around and then hook up again. That is a miserable experience. Yep. And a lot of passes where I could barely make it over. I was pulling it with a V6 at the time. And you were in Oregon, according to the information that you provided earlier, the air in Oregon. Yep. We took off, uh, we took off from Victor, Idaho, went to Oregon, spent a couple months up there and uh, it just rained constantly. So we left and uh, went to drift waters back in Montana and all the way down to Texas and back up again. But when you were in Oregon, you were, had no gas, you said. Yeah, we were running on fumes and we we're going through the windy roads and we couldn't find any gas anywhere. We hit this little town. They said about another 21 miles and I was already on fumes and somehow we made it because there was, these roads were just sheer mountain cliff on one side and a drop to the river on the other side, no shoulder. And I have no idea to this day how we made it. And then I had to back into the uh, gas station and, uh, or I had to pull in and then back out. And I wasn't really good at backing out either. And you had yeah. an experience or an encounter with some coyotes, I understand. Yeah, that was about a year ago. I was coming out to Death Valley and I did a little cooking out that night. I went back in to eat and within about five minutes, I had about a dozen coyotes surrounding the RV. I bet, I bet the dogs like that. Yeah, they didn't know they were coyotes. They thought they were 
bunch of dogs want to play. Yeah, so we let them have their way for a while. I would think they were there for several hours, actually. Wow, that would be intimidating. No, not really. I've got these two dogs, and they've, boy, they flushed out mountain lions, badgers. They played with badgers. They chased after about everything, bobcats. So that, that's pretty interesting. It packed a lot of wildlife. Yeah. How'd you finally get rid of the coyotes? Oh, they left. Okay. On their own. I was in my RV. It was, no, it was really no threat. And I understand that you were also working at an RV trade show for a while. Oh boy. I did that. My first, about after a year and a half of working on RV living, I found out about the RV trade shows down there in Texas started in January and I went to one in Dallas and the trade show director told me what to print off. She said, these colors will work and the printer helped me out because I was quite ignorant about everything at the time. And I went and printed off about a couple thousand dollars of t-shirts and uh, probably sold about five. Oh, that would hurt. Went to a shelter and that hurt. I did a lot. They didn't promote the show until two days before the show. Hardly anybody showed up. And I didn't know you, when you go to these trade shows, you're almost like a carny out there. You have to do a sales pitch. And I, I was shocked that you had to pull people into your booth because otherwise they wouldn't even look at you and had the t-shirts all set up. And I sold five over full four days. Wow. That is a problem at RV shows. They have a lot of people there and many times there are hundreds of exhibitors. And so people are just walking up and down the aisle, trying to take it all in and something has to grab their attention. They would pay $9 for a cup of beer. Yeah, exactly. All we wanted from you was something free. What can I get for free? And I talked to a lot of them down in work a lot and they do not make money. So think about them hit the trade shows. It's expensive. Do you do a lot of boondocking? No, I don't. No? Spawn some, but I'm not really set up with solar or anything. I got a generator, but no, I hurt. I've, been, I've done it for a couple of days here on earth with nothing for a stint of 30 days. So when you go out shooting, you're using your truck? Oh, when I go out shooting, I just go out to a nest or a forest or something. I drove about 40 miles and I was out in BLM and I got, a, I said, I got a box built in uh, and then I have a mattress on top of that. So I go camping in the back of that with the dogs. And Tell us about the YouTube channel that you started. I just started it and uh, I got just a couple videos up and it's RV living apparel. And uh, I got one on the, I got one working on the oil fields. I show the trucks that come through because a lot of people go to oil fields and think it's going to be fun, but you literally have semi trucks, hundreds of them coming about five feet from the door of your RV. A lot of people aren't told about that. So I expose that. I show a lot of that. I show the actual generator, everything you get set up. And I tell you what, there's a lot of rattlers down. I have never encountered a rattler and I've lived in Arizona since 2009, but other people have told me that they're all over the place. Seen some as big as my leg. My dogs just stopped there and look at it. Now my one dog tall, he's a lacy. He did catch one. He caught a three footer, whipped it around till it was dead. And uh, that was quite impressive. <laughs> Indeed. And then if you're down there in Texas, put out a bowl of water and hang some bologna or bacon out there for the uh, road runners because they eat uh, rattlesnakes. So keep away from your RV. And they could come within five feet of my dogs and my dogs didn't even pay attention to them. I don't think they know what they did. So who knew Roadrunners ate bologna? I don't really eat anything down there. It's a rough place to forage for food. So do you have any advice for people who are considering becoming a work camper? Take a couple of years to plate it out and make sure you can drive the RV before you buy it. That's a very good point. And yeah. there, there aren't a lot of places that offer driving lessons. So it's almost something that you have to pick up on your own. Yeah. We tried going to a big parking lot and driving around for a bit and we didn't do very much of that. 
we were mainly focused on getting out of the house and hitting the road. And we hit the road and we were way too heavy. We went about 10 miles down the road to our friend's house and had to unload a couple thousand pounds of stuff. You don't want to take your uh, Milwaukee tools, but you want to leave those behind. Now you are in, with Go RV Living. You are developing t-shirts and you are wholesale marketing them to campgrounds. I am doing wholesale orders and also my website, GoRV11.com is open for retailers. People run RVers who want to buy a shirt. I said, I trademarked RV11 and uh, that's the focus of the shirts. I have a beautiful drawing down the Oregon coast and it says free children's state of mind, GoRV11. So my shirts are very unique. There's nothing out there. I do a lot of iconic images like Coca-Cola, beer labels. I can remember keep on trucking. I did a takeoff on that for keep on RVing. And my shirts, small through X large, they retail for $23 by two or more, $50 and more, you get free shipping. Also do RV uh, wholesalers. So if you have an RV park, tons of different colors of t-shirts. I can recolor the designs. I do a lot of the recoloring and adjusting of the designs here on Adobe Illustrator. And now and, or as group, you look for something, you want to search your name or family name or group, whatever, into one of my shirts. I can do that easily. I would imagine a lot of people who are full-time RVers have developed platforms and their own like blogs and things like that. They might be interested in using this to promote that. Yeah. And uh, as I said, you know, as far as colors go, we can recolor it easily. Nowadays, it's just a click of a button. And so there's do custom work. It's quite simple. And you have t-shirts available for men, women, and including hoodies, it looks like. Do you have anything for kids yet? Or are you going I, to be I don't. I have a couple of designs for kids. I was, I haven't launched them yet. I, I did a take on the Nickelode- the old Nickelodeon with the white and black blocks. And I'm actually creating a character called Arvin, R-V-I-N, Arvin. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a little of a RV character, but that's way off. In fact, I've got quite a few designs that I'm just sitting on right now. I haven't released yet. And, uh, the kids will be coming real soon. That's great. All the work to uh, do. I'm sitting in front of the computer for hours, just emailing and emailing and emailing. That's about it. So your website again is what? G-O-R-V-L-I-V-I-N.com. Very good. GoRVLivin.com. So thank you very much, Gary. I really appreciate it. Sounds like you've had some interesting experiences over the years, and I wish you the best of luck with your t-shirt business. Thanks for having me, Greg. Pretty exciting. I appreciate Gary Kolinich, the owner of GoRVLivin.com, for taking time to share his story with us today. As a solo work camper, Gary certainly has enjoyed a variety of work camping jobs, including working as a gate guard at an oil field in Texas, cleaning fishing boats for a resort in Montana, doing boat inspections in Colorado, and even working at a general store in Death Valley, California. This summer, he'll be managing an RV park in Ohio. All that pays the bills and often provides an RV site for Gary. His real passion is in designing and selling hooded sweatshirts and other apparel for RVers. I thought it was interesting how Gary put his products through the gauntlet by testing the shirt's durability and the ink's ability to retain colors by exposing them to the desert sun. But what Gary really likes to do is play in the mountains with his two dogs and engage in recreational shooting. Work camping jobs enable him to earn money to enjoy some extended alone time to experience peace and quiet in the wilderness. He has faced some challenges, such as having his RV surrounded by a pack of coyotes, contending with rattlesnakes, 
and towing his RV on fumes along a steep, narrow, and winding mountain road for 20 miles until he could reach a gas station. That's the best part about work camping and RVing, making memories you'll share with your family and friends for years to come. If you'd like to connect with Gary or order one of his shirts, be sure to check out his website at www.gorvlivin.com. Today's episode was sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a diamond or platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. That's all we have for this week's show. Next week, I'll be speaking with an employer about a short-term opportunity to earn money harvesting sugar beets in the Thumb of Michigan this fall. I'll have details on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thank you for listening.